and welcome to Geek Space Nine, the Tusken Chain Media Network podcast, where we discover and or rediscover the classic Star Trek series, Deep Space Nine. With me, as always, is Sarah Becker. How are you, Sarah? I am great. It is currently in the low 50s in north central Texas, and I am here for it. And tomorrow, it's supposed to be in the 40s and raining all day, which is even better. And I'm weird, and I just need to go back to the UK (laughs) because they have this weather all the time. And we are also joined by Peter Dancy. How are you, Peter? I am good. Just, um... As I was telling y'all before we started recording, super tired because, uh, like, right in the midst of the holiday season, which means that, you know, a bunch of online orders are going to be coming in. So they asked me to come in an hour earlier than normal today, which means I went in at 6 instead of 7, which means I got up at about 4.45 instead of 5.30 to get to work. So I spent my lunch asleep. Oh, I'm sorry, man. But I'm better now. That, 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 nap definitely, that nap definitely helped. All right, good. You need your fuel to talk about Deep Space Nine, goddammit. Yeah. Well, I am uh, I'm Ben, as always. I don't introduce myself ever. I'm just the quiet host in the background. <laughs> um, and I can barely move because I started working out with a kettlebell. Nice. And every muscle in my body hurts. Oh. So I'm going to be sitting in this chair forever. Someone please bring me food. I'm very hungry. All right, <laughs> let's begin. This week we are talking about season five, episode twenty-five and twenty-six, which are in the cards in the season finale, "Call to Arms." So first up is in the cards. The crew of DS Nine have reached maximum grump factor. In particular, Jake notes Benjamin is extremely depressed and in need of a pick-me-up. Thankfully, he learns that Cork is about to sell a rare Willie Mays rookie baseball card, and with baseball now being a lame sport only for nerds like Ben, it must be super easy to get. Jake doesn't have any money because he's a filthy communist, so he asks Nog to use his own personal stash of latinum, and after some coaxing, Nog agrees. However, they are massively outbid for the card by Dr. Elias Giger. They meet with Giger, who reveals he is working on an immortality device. A machine that will entertain your cells and rejuvenate your body. So, porn on a cellular level. Got it. <laughs> While Nog and Jake agree Giger is not playing with a full deck, get it? they agree to help him procure various objects throughout the station for his work. Nog and Jake begin a classic RPG fest quest. Going around the station, doing odd jobs for everyone, including cleaning up Klingon operas for Worf and rescuing Bashir's precious bear, Kukulaka, from Lita. Meanwhile, Kai Wynn arrives to discuss with Sisko on a new proposal from the Dominion. They have offered a non-aggression pact. Since Bajor is no longer allied with the Federation, they will have no help if the Dominion invades. However, aligning with the Dominion could lead to another occupation. Sisko urges her to stall and keep the Dominion waiting. Wayun, who is aboard the station to negotiate with Kai Wynn, becomes suspicious of the noise coming from Giger's room right below him, and kidnaps him. Jake and Nog bring more parks to Giger's room, only to find it cleared out. They think Kai Wynn is to blame, and confront her, but she and Benjamin scold them. The duo are beamed to Wayun's ship. He feels suspicious as to why the two boys are reenacting the plot to Amelie. And Cisco says it's just for the baseball card, then comes up with an elaborate lie about how they are working with Starfleet to discover who Willie Mays is, as he appeared out of nowhere in history one day. Wayun believes him, 
On the first part, that is. And lets them go with the card. But keeps Dr. Giger because he is now fascinated with his work. Benjamin is deeply happy by the move. But we also see that everyone on the station is just a little bit brighter because of the efforts of Jake and Nog. What do we think of In the Cards? Is it not Geiger? I honestly forget, even though I watched this episode just the other day. mm. (laughs) Well, I know you say the guy who made the design for Alien is H.R. Giger. Mm. So that's where Mm. I was going from. Okay. But there's also Geiger, so you might be right. (laughs) I I, I don't know. Geiger is spelled differently, admittedly. That, That... the way this doctor is spelled is the same as H.R. Giger, so I'm going with that. Okay, that's fair. Fair, fair Makes point. Sense. Fair Logical. Point. Um, but yes, Nerve about rules. the episode, <laughs> I uh, I liked having a silly episode. We've we've had enough, you know, dark and intense and political ones lately that it was nice to have Jake and Nog go on a fetch quest. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I think you mean fest quetch. Whatever. Fest quetch. <laughs> Something about that doesn't sound. It sounds sounds bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it sounds like. It just sounds sounds weird. I uh, I have often said that I should close that door. Uh, I have often said that uh, every show should end like Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is in their penultimate episode. They made an entire episode making fun of the entire show Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yes. It's yeah. Amazing. And this isn't quite that, but I love that before shit gets really, really real, and I kind of feel like the way a war happens, there's probably no way to do that, you know? Uh, we had a fun episode before shit goes uh, terribly, terribly mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, because I, I don't think we're going to get many episodes this cheerful, happy, either for a while or maybe even for the rest of the show. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're and, and like, and, and, and we'll, de- we'll definitely times. get to that, but it's just like, damn. Um, but, but, but no, I, 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 I enjoyed this episode for the, for the same reasons too. Like, it, it was just, it, it, it was just a, like, just, just enough ridiculous fun for me, for, for me to be pleased. Not, 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 not too much where I'm just like, okay, this is way out of bounds and not too little where I'm just like, why are they inserting humor into the in, into this into these forty minutes? It was like okay, this is appropriate. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I, like for for, for two for two. For, well, I can't. Well, you can't call them kids anymore. For two young men, for two young for two young adults who are on a space station, trying to impress slash give a gift to their give give it a give a gift to one to a to a high ranking officer slash dad. It's like. It's like yeah, it's like yeah. With the stuff that they did when they when they were younger in past seasons, I can see them doing this. Mm-hmm. And also, as as you said, you know, it wasn't you know so silly as to be ridiculous, but just you know, nice and sweet. It was also well balanced with uh, you know, oh, still a relevant B plot to right. the the larger over on arching war with the Dominion is coming thing. So it wasn't totally just silly stuff it was oh yeah and by the way kai win agrees with cisco about something yeah i i i i feel i feel that i feel that one that one of the shows these days or at least or at least i know it has i haven't watched it in 
forever where, where where they will take where they would take like something that is usually a bit in a bit in in other episodes and make and stretch out to the entire to the entire show episode and it, and it becomes a kind of draining is is family guy whenever it's just a stewie and um mm. uh, god I, i'm watching forever i forget the dog's name stewie, stewie and brian whenever it's just a stewie and brian episode it's like okay this is dragging so i'm so i'm glad that like they broke it up with like you said sarah serious legit stuff that will have an impact way past just a baseball card mm-hmm and I've never been one to be a huge Nog and Jake fan of their storylines. They've often been pretty weird or boring or uninteresting or just kind of terrible. <laughs> so mm, yeah. There's not been a lot of them together that have really been a big, I've been a big fan of. I just feel like they've never quite made them make sense as characters. So doing an entire episode with them, I was a little bit like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but it was just, but again, I think the fetch quest element did make it uh, very adorable, and and the fact that it was part of this looming process where it's like we're just trying to help people out and fix these things, but like <laughs> the world is still really scary. Um, it's not like the whole world has gone to being wacky and we're doing hollow sweet fun shenanigans right now. It's like. No, we still gotta worry about a lot of stuff. So yeah, and it gave a balance to the episode. Yeah, and I, and I, I going off of that, I like how I, I like how when you take what Jake and Nog were trying to do, and and you and you and you look at you look at how you you, you look how uh, how the episode was was bookended by by, by Cisco's captain captain's log, um, like yes, the the world like the world universe galaxy whatever like like they're like they're like they're corner of the cosmos very dark and scary because of everything that is and is going to happen like it was nice it, like they, they they literally did just kind of give that 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 little glimmer of light just to give everyone a smile even if only for a moment so i so i, de- I definitely appreciated that like it, it, even even outside of just like simple wackiness it was more of just it was more of like it's sort of like yes, we have an impending war, and anything, and it can happen any day, and we'll have, and, and we will have, and we, and we will have, uh, we'll have, we'll have mourn, you know, just like just streaking naked and, pra- and praying, praying to the praying to the gods, but you know, we can still gather on for like for like drinks and drinks and, ha- and have and have a laugh for about five minutes while Bashir hugs his teddy. No. No. Yeah. Talking about the individual parts, poor, poor Bashir. He, he didn't get Kukalaka back from the breakup. He was so serious about that too. He's like Kukalaka, what Kukalaka? It's like that goddamn woman won't give me back Kukalaka. She said she would. <laughs> and Lita is very mad. She lost it at the end. She's like been sleeping with it every night. Mm-hmm. It's the power of Kukalaka. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, O'Brien. Is encouraged to go back kayaking in the hollow suites. Yeah. Yeah. Which is quite adorable. And then Jake writes a joke for uh, Kira's speech. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed is, by is, all. <laughs> which is, why is conversations on water reclamation so dry? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... And uh, Wei Yun even gets to enjoy the uh, immortality tube. 
Yes. The, uh, the, the, the cell exciters or whatever. Whatever it was. I don't know. That was, that was a, a whole level of wackiness all, all in, in, in and of itself. And I'm glad that like, when you think about it, most of the craziness, most of the zaniness was, was rather contained in that scene when it's when when they, when they, when when uh when geiger was explaining it's like was like what are you doing this <laughs> like i Brothers. i will make you immortal by exciting your cells you're just like okay I, he's I afraid of i don't want you exciting my cells dude <laughs> <laughs> <Not into that. laughs> he's afraid of these soulless minions of orthodoxy oh, yes he says that like five times <laughs> Yeah, at least I I, I, I kind of want to meet these soulless menus of soulless soulless minions of orthodoxy because they sound like a fun bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely saw them open at uh, Coachella once. So yeah, really, Pre- pretty goodness. good speed metal band. <laughs> yeah, it's just a fun episode, and uh, uh, it introduced me to a new ship. Which is uh, Weiyun to my heart. Because I love this wacky, terrible, scummy little bag. I love him to death. He's such a piece of shit. He's the worst, but I love him. He's just so sassy. He's just a big pile of sass. And he just comes (laughs) in and he's like, what? What are you up to, Cisco? And you're just like, <laughs> all right, I love you. I, I, I'm fully on board with the Jeffrey Coombs love train uh, on this yes. show. I think he just he's made two incredible characters out of just the most punchable, <laughs> smarmy shitheads. A punchable, that I punchable love. and smarmy. Yeah. Yet whenever they show up, I'm really excited because I know they're going to be really fun. So. I, I, I'm very glad that they have brought Wayun back to the show. Definitely. Okay, so I forget at what point in the episode it was because because I didn't like make I didn't make like a time stamp in my, in, in my notes or anything. But um, but 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 it but it, it, it some someone it, it was when it was when it was when that female Klingon came, came on screen and I literally typed in day drag Klingon makeup. Cause I was just like, this is someone who they knew was going to be on screen for like five seconds. They didn't go the whole way. And, and, it, and it was like, and it was like seeing a drag queen who was just like, I'm not performing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to put, I'm just, I'm just going to quickly like do my brows, put, put, put my brows, put on some mascara, like put on some mascara, lip, lips, earrings, hair done. I was just like, this is day drag Klingon. This is exactly mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was just that was just a little that was a little moment for me. I was just like, "Wow, I I am really gay." <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I go to. <laughs> it's okay. I'm making way you gay in my mind. So <laughs> you know, actually, I can, I'm kind of okay with that too. <laughs> Maybe more just like a sassy bisexual. Maybe that's why. I yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just down for whatever. Was there anything else to say for in the cards? Mm. Okay. More Klingon opera. I have that in all caps. In yeah, that notes. too. Yeah. Oh, also when also when Jake was like when when Jake went 
to go confront Kai Wen, thinking that she was behind mess and and shit. Uh, that it, that was one of those moments where I was like talking to my screen. I was just like, I was like, Jake, I realize that you want this card for your dad, but I would hope that even you're not this stupid. Like mm-hmm. you are just like I'm sorry. There's a, I think I think that would be I think that would be like one of the few moments in this episode where I was like, okay, there's a limit to what I can take, and I can and I cannot believe that Jake is actually this one track minded, and he is actually this dumb. Just be like, I'm going to insult the Kai of the entire Bajoran people of stealing this card just to keep yes. it from me. This is why you don't have teenagers on your space station. Just saying. Not the best idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is why when we this is why when we were teen when we were teenagers we were so stupid. Exactly. <laughs> Indeed. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's talk about the season finale. Oh, boy. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The big ones will strap in. We begin with the biggest battle of the season: Ram and Lita fighting over wedding dresses. <laughs> it's okay, Rom. I want to see Lita in less clothing, too. Hmm. Rita asks Cisco to officiate their wedding, and he agrees. Out the port window, Cisco and O'Brien see a regular sight. Massive amounts of Jem'Hadar ships coming through the wormhole on course towards Cardassia. Meanwhile, personal tensions are high. Ben is mad Jake has joined Space Politico as a journalist. Kira is still weirded out by that whole old Odo telling her that he loves her thing. And that he, like, killed a thousand people. And, of course, Quark has bought a bunch of Yamek sauce, expecting the station to be returned to the Cardassians at any minute. Odo confesses to Kira that he's thought of asking Kira out, but they agree to put their feelings aside until the Dominion threat is over. Things are escalating as the Romulans have signed a non-aggression pact with the Dominion, and Starfleet has ordered Sisko to mine the wormhole so no other ships can get through. Rom suggests a self-replicating minefield, which to me sounds like the biggest nightmare of all time, but everyone else seems cool with it. The issue is all the mines will have to be placed at once, and certainly the Dominion will be none too pleased. As Kira and Worf begin mining in the Defiant, Sisko receives a much less sassy and much more crabby Wayun, who offers the ultimatum of, please stop or we'll kill you. Sisko disagrees and negotiations break down. Sisko orders Cap General Martok to bring the Klingon Black Pearl to help secure the minecrafting. Yeah. Meanwhile, he uses his position as emissary to encourage Bajor to agree to a non-aggression pact with the Dominion. When asked why, Sisko states it's the only way for Bajor to be safe during the likely incoming war. Shakar signs the treaty and demands all Bajorans leave the station and that the station be turned over to the Bajoran government. Rom and Lita quickly marry, and Rom stays behind after quoting some classic movie. I think hmm. Back to the Future? Ducat contacts Sisko and demands he surrender, and the two frenemies know that ain't happening. The Dominion are on their way. Kira, however, gives a perfunctory protest asking DS9 to be handed over, but then assumes her role next to Sisko. Wayun and Ducat arrive and are ready for battle with their cool little like, reading light thing. Despite yeah, I was wondering what the hell that is. <laughs> that is one of my notes, is what the hell do they have on their shoulders? <laughs> It was weird. It was very despite, weird. <laughs> despite being outgunned, Sisko manages to incur heavy losses to the Dominion fleet, and Wayun is troubled by Ducat's blind bloodlust. 
The station holds out long enough for the Defiant to finish minoring in mines, and the field is activated, pissing Weiyun off even more, especially after he learns the Federation used the attack on DS9 as a diversion to destroy a massive Dominion shipyard. With no way of winning and their task completed, Sisko orders a full evacuation of the station, but promises that just like Arnold, he'll be back. Garrick leaves with everyone else because, hey, better than being murdered. Dax is separated from Worf, but before she is, tells him that if they make it back together alive, she will marry him. And if you listen real close, you can hear Sarah screaming, Knew ah! <laughs> <laughs> it. Knew it. Before they leave, Kira sets off a program that sparks the shit out of Ops just to make life a little shittier for Dukat. Of those that stay, Quark does because of profits, Rom sticks around to be a Federation spy, Jake stays to be a journalist, Odo stays as chief of security, and unfortunately for Kira, she stays as the Bajoran liaison. Also, Morn stays because that chair is pretty comfortable. Ducat goes Morn. back to his old office to find Cisco's prized baseball, a message of, hey, hold on to this for me. I'm coming back to get it, fucker. The Defiant and the Klingon Black Pearl arrive to their new home, the coolest shot in DS9 history, a massive fleet of Klingons and Federation vessels. Begun the Dominion War has. What Space do you battle! Oh my goodness. <laughs> what do you think of Call to Arms? Oh my god. So much. So, so many much. Happening. There was a lot. Yeah. They packed in a lot of plot and a lot of character in yep. like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they it's did pretty, it. Did they recast Zial? Zial was briefly at the beginning. She was there helping Garrick. And they didn't yeah. She did was. they recast her? Or did they recast her? Yeah. Mm. Part of me feels like she they will do. Google while you talk. Different to me. Part of me almost, part of me feel almost feels like they do kind of keep recasting her just to like, to, to like, to like use her aging, quote unquote, to 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 like show like legitimate passing passing of time. I mean, I don't know why. Whatever, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she has been played by three different actresses. Yeah, there you go. There we go. There you go. So almost certainly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good eyes. <clears throat> But yes, what do you think of the episode? This is, is like the biggest. This the, we'll, and we'll we'll get to this in, in our recap episode. But this was like the biggest lead up, build up episode. I mean, obviously it's it's the season finale, so it kind of has to be. But this was like one of the ultimate build up episodes of this of this show so far, just because everything was just like preparation 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 literally and figuratively for like prepping the ship and there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen in episode one of season six so you guys might want to come back for that next year like that was that was the entire episode and i enjoyed it for that got Mm. me it got me hyped it's a hype machine yeah it's it's like the doctor who finales but hopefully this Mm. one will actually have a finale instead of just more hype what do you think sarah I uh, I liked uh, that that it was so fast paced. Like maybe not a lot would necessarily happen in one scene, but something would happen with these people over here. Then something would happen with these people over here. Then over here, and then just things are always happening to keep the episode moving forward. And that was good. Um, 
Star Trek, not ex- even exclusively DS9, but Star Trek as a whole is not always great about doing that. Um, but this episode, I was I was really engaged the whole time of what's happening with Odo and Kira, what's happening with Rom and Lita, what's happening with Cisco, what's happening with Quark, like what's going on. Yeah, that's the thing that's the most impressive to me about this episode is we have very big political maneuverings. I think this is uh, one of the most accurate views of how war starts. Because war doesn't start with two sides coming together and go, war! Mm. It -hmm. starts with uh, someone pushing just too far and then the other side retaliating, the other side retaliating, and then eventually it's just war, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, And that's what I like, the whole mining the thing was response to the Jemadar ships coming through. And then them attacking the mm-hmm. S9 was response to the mining. And then the war was a response to the Federation bombing the Dominion shipyards, you know, while they're attacking DS9. And like now it's war, you know? Yeah. And that's 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 how that happens. And I don't think I've ever seen a show quite do that. Usually you either start with the war automatically, Star Trek Discovery. Or cough, um cough. or um I'm gonna mention it a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, or Do it. You, uh, uh, you, you you just like jump to war. You know what I mean? Like it, it very mm-hmm. rarely is just like slow lead up. And maybe that is part of my problem with the season and the show in general is like maybe five seasons was a little long. But um, I'm glad that this was a cold war for a long time and it made sense why it became you know a hot war now. And I appreciate this episode. But despite all the political stuff. There's still like great character stuff where we have to deal with that we've been dealing with all season of Odo and Kira and uh, uh, Rom and Lita and Dax and Worf and um, yeah. and uh, 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 Jake and Cisco and like everybody has their little moment. Plus, the third benefit is I fucking love when they get shit taken away from them. Battlestar got great when uh, they got everything taken away from them and they had to get it back. It's exciting. It's, it's thrilling. It's great. So it makes it puts me in an exciting position to be off DS9, be at their lowest point. We're now at the darkest moment of the series, I feel like, you know, and now it's going to be what the hell's going to happen now. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. May uh, kind of kind of have kind of having everything taken from them like now especially now that especially like when you bringing it up bringing bringing that up now it, it kind of remind it kind of reminds me of of one of, if not my favorite television show up to this point, um, Avatar, Avatar: The Last Airbender. At the, I think it was at the end of. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's at the at the at the end of season two when 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 and when Ang was Ang is like when Ang is like almost like pretty damn close to being taken out of commission by by, by Princess Azula, and it's just like okay, where do we go from here? Because we don't know exactly we don't know exactly how good or bad Ang is right now. He's passed the fuck out. We're just trying to escape. Iroh is up. Iroh is over here. Zuko's over here. I Katara, Sokka, and Aang over here. Where's Appa? Where's Momo? I don't know. Everyone's crying and screaming, and it was just like, oh god, what's book three gonna be like? And so, <laughs> and so with you bringing that up, in it's just like, what is like, what's e- what's even the first ten minutes of season six gonna be like? Like even the first ten right. minutes. Right. Uh, how far is it in the future? Is it right after? Is it a few months after? Right. Exactly. What? Um, quick side note: I think it's impressive that um, Avatar totally ripped off the story beats of Empire Strikes Back, sure. and it's brilliant. It's still really, mm-hmm. really good. It's kind of impressive, like down to him being trained by a special master, and the special master saying, "Don't go save your friends. You're not ready." And he goes and tries to save his friends, and he gets hurt. So 
Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's, that's exactly what happens. Yep. But it works. It's great. Uh, I love it's monomers. So good. Um, and uh, yeah, I just like putting us in a place where we're, where we don't know what's going to happen. And as much as I am terrified of the Ducat and Kira scenes, Oof. poor girl. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's going to get uh-huh. real awkward real fast. Real fast. Yeah. 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 Uh, I am just kind of glad that Ducat's going to be in Cisco's room for a while <laughs> and being like, you know, <laughs> this is my Yeah. Um, and Wayun's going to be prancing around. Wayun! <laughs> specifically, specific use of the word prancing. Prancing. Yes. Prancing around. <laughs> Um. Yeah, so it's 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 exciting. It's exciting for sure. And but I think it's a really good episode in general, just because we're getting payoff for everything. You know? yeah, yeah, payoff. That is stuff. a great word to describe yeah, and, this episode. And, and instead of it, and and like on top of it being payoff, it's like it's payoff, but it's pay, it's payoff, but there's still that little bit, still that little bit of hint of of like, okay, okay, we got you here. Wait until you see what happens next, because because like because you know like just I, I i like where everyone I, I like where every person ended up after like all the bajorans and all the federation left with the exception with the exception of jake because like i understand i should scratch that i like one one third of me understands his reasoning for i'm gonna stay behind and be that journalist i'm gonna be that dumbass but Kind of like I said, he wants to be that dumbass who could possibly get killed. And yes, you know he 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 is very well aware of 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 who of who, of who he is and the potential bargaining chip he bargaining chip he has now willfully made himself. But it's like, dude, come on, you really want to stay on the ship, like. Like it's like now you really are just being like an like an overly dramatic teenager. Like I'm gonna do what I want. I know exactly what I'm doing, Dad. And it's just like no, you don't. Shut up. It's like it's like you're a child. You are a child. It, it was like it was. It's like in the Little Mermaid. It's like in the Little Mermaid when Ariel when Ariel when Ariel was like, you can't tell me what to do, Father. I'm 16, and it's like you're a child. You are literally a child. Shut up. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> the part of me wishes that Cisco had a Home Alone moment where he's like, "Where's Jake?" Oh my God. Yeah. And then Jake just wakes up in bed like, where is everyone? <laughs> <laughs> like uh like that scene in Dunkirk where they evacuate everyone and one soldier wakes up and he's like, Oh shit. Wait, that happened? I haven't seen Dunkirk yet. That's oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, but like the, the officers are just about to leave. Right. <laughs> so, oh yeah. man. Um Yeah. Uh I guess we'll let's talk about all the individual payoffs. Let's get let's get the let's get the tough one out of the way. Sarah. Tell us uh, about ew, just ew, just ew, ew, ew. Uh, Sorry, that's my opinion. I mean, yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell. After that infamous episode, which I'm sure we'll get, you know, briefly mentioned in our, you know, series review next week. Or it's not series, excuse me, season review next week. Um I've been over it since then, and I'm still over it now, and He's not good enough for her, and oh. it's just not right. And he's a jerk face. And now she's like, I'll marry you. And she's like, what's wrong with you? What are you yeah. thinking? You're crazy. Shut up. 
Jax don't need no man. Or at least not Worf. Not Worf, yeah. Just just not not uh, Worf. Yeah. I'm about to get into a slight rant here. I'm so sorry. Oh boy. Do it. It codified to me that what they were doing this entire season was domesticating Dax. Yeah. Infuriated me. I was, I hate that episode too, but I was a little more on like the, well, it's a bad episode. You know, I'm just, I could decanonize things from my brain if they're not convenient. (laughs) That's a problem Mm -hmm. of mine. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but he was certainly a jerk the rest of the season. (coughs) That much, but he was never that bad. Yes. But by the end, it was like, oh, They've turned her from this wonderful <laughs> pansexual slaying queen to being a domestic housewife who's going to wait for her war husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, uh, when you put it that way, it becomes even worse than it already <laughs> is. Even worse. Yeah. Oh, just... And I don't mind you getting married if I liked the person. If she was yeah. marrying Lenara Khan, we'd all be... Like, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah I'd be like, losing my damn mind. Straight. For let's, good ha- let's make it happen. Go for it. If she said to Lenara, like, I will marry you if we get back, Sarah would melt into a gay puddle right now. Yes. I know this. But then I would but, also know that one of them would die in battle because it would never happen. Sarah would also Actually, know this. Yeah, this, is true. <laughs> this is the 90s. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> it it um, doesn't even matter that it's the 90s. It's, it's two just, women. It's just, it's just media. <laughs> this is also true. This is also true. Um,. Yeah, so it 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 solidified it. I'm on your side, Sarah. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. It's just bad. It's just really bad. And they they bungled it up. I I want to be for this. I want to be for this. I wanted to be for it for a long time. Right. Until that one episode happened. Yeah. And Ever since then, if- he he's not he's not fixed it either. No, he's he's just been a jerk. So I'm like, why? Why would you marry this jerk? Like he's just a jerk. <laughs> like, it's all like yeah. It's about him. Yeah. Nothing about him is like redeemable or charming or sweet. Like he's just a doofus. Mm-hmm. Just a doofus. Which is also annoying because like Worf is always one of my favorite characters, and it's yeah. sucks to see be like relegated to this in the season. Hmm. He's had two really rough seasons. It's just really frustrating where it's like the first season we were tired of him getting all the plot lines that were the same. And this season it was all like, I'm a manipulative, shitty boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Great. 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 I'm glad that the manipulative boyfriend won. That's great. That's wonderful. I feel great. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) that's when I was like, all right. Okay, let's move on to more fun stuff. Rom and Lita. Rom and Lita. Two people that we actually want to get married. Yes. Yes. I'm very, I'm, I'm very, very happy for cute. them. That was, that that was that was a very bittersweet moment of just like, can you marry us? Okay, there. And, and, and I, I, I love how how like how the next time we saw him when he was talking to Dax and who else was it? Kira or Bashir? Someone, someone, and 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 how and I, no, no, I think it was it was Dax and O'Brien, and and how he's just like, we asked Cisco to marry, we asked Cisco to like to officiate our wedding. Oh my god, I, oh my god, it's real now. Like that was so adorable. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he quoted Casablanca at her, and I was like, this is dumb, but I love it because I love yes. Casablanca. So <laughs> it was appropriately sappy for those two. Exactly. Yes, it's pretty adorable. So. 
And Rom's going to be a spy. Rom's going to be a spy. And Lena's going back to Bajor. And will they ever see each other again? It is sad. Oh, my God. (laughs) And see, that's the emotion we should have had for the other two. But sadly, didn't work. But hey, at least we got Rom and Lena. So that's good. And uh, Odo and Kira in sort of the third option, which is them just saying, let's just put this on break. That was nice. Yeah, that was like a neat adult. I understand the reasoning. Yeah, and I'm glad that they did actually address it. Like it was several episodes after Children of Time, but they they did come back to it. And and, yeah, it wasn't just one of the dropped plot threads. Yeah, and and they addressed it in in a very like upfront brunt way, where 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 Odo said himself, he was like, "I was going to, but this is not the time." And Kira was like, "Okay, no, yeah, I get, like, yeah, I totally agree." And it's like, "Thank you." Yeah. At, at least we yeah. at least we know you'll come back to it at some point. <clears throat> no, totally. And it's probably also good because if it's having a long-standing relationship, usually the relationship gets boring when the people get together, you know. And so like sometimes it's best when that's just delayed, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dax and Warp. Maybe if we didn't Blech. see them together. <laughs> Blech. Blech. All right, moving on. We've, we've we've rented enough about that. The last thing I'll say for myself is that um and this is where star trek discovery is coming back in get ready for the hot take um is i love that there's a war where i like the main villains i really enjoy gold dukat and i enjoy wayun obviously and i enjoy the female changeling and it's nice it is nice to actually care even if you want them to fail, obviously, to actually care about them as characters of and course. to enjoy them and to have fun with them. Discovery, I don't give two fucks about the Klingons and I have no idea who they are and I have no idea who the characters are. And this is so much better. We're like, we have two sides, we're in a war, and I care about both sides. That's mm-hmm. so exciting. Yeah, that's th- that. that's like... That's the biggest difference bet- between between the villains of DS9 and Discovery. We th- we a- we actually love to hate them because we have because we've seen. I mean, I mean, yes, you know, five seasons and as compared as compared to at the time of this recording, um, eight episodes. But it, but it's, but it's, but even still, it's just like. We know nothing about the Klingons. We know so much about like about 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 Kai Wen and, and about Kai Wen and how and how she came up and why we'd love to hate her. Gold Tukat and why he and why he's a smarmy, slimy bastard. And we and we, and we at first we were just like we hate him. Okay, wait, can we like him? We're not sure about it. Never mind. Fuck him. And this is and and now and now we have Wei Yun where it's like we have to do like like him even though even though we realize that he's evil. And it's just like ah. And even just like a little bit, which I'm sure they'll address later, where Wayun comes in and he's like, "Oh, my God is here," <laughs> aka Odo, like the person right. I yes. think is a God is here. And what is that going to mean when he's working with a God who works for the other side? You know what I mean? Like, that's interesting. That's exciting. And how, that's yeah. really and, how cool. and how he and how even after Odo was like, "I'm not with the I'm I'm not with the Dominion. I'm not with the Founders. I." I am simply here as a security officer, and Wayne was still just like, "Well, even so, still, whatever you say, I'm still here for you. I, I just let me know. <laughs> just let me know. I got you on my number. Got you on speeds. Hmm. Don't worry about it. 
It's like I got Anything you. you guys want to say for this episode? Ooh, um, did... Good star battle too. I'll add that in. It was a fun, exciting battle with the uh, with the reading lights and all. The <laughs> it was reading lights, yeah. It's it's always good to watch Gold Dukat be like, "We've lost many ships. Ah, I don't care. Kill them all." <laughs> you know. <clears throat> so that was good. Yeah. Uh, I, I I guess I guess my final comment on this episode will ju- will be com- will be just about that last shot of the episode. Yeah. That last yeah. shot was everything to me. That's how you do a darkest moment. You can go dark, but you got to show some hope. You know, it's exciting. It's like yep, we, it's like yep. We were we were pretty much run off our run off our space station into just away or on the planet. But motherfucker, we have dozens of ships and we are like ready to just fuck shit up yeah buddy it's exciting all right well i think that'll do it for our episode this week next week will be our season five wrap-up as always i want to thank my lovely co-host for joining me every week on this journey our theme song is by captain meat shield you can check him out on twitter at cptn underscore meat shield our awesome artwork is by joe bowen we are a part of the tuscan shed media network you can see more of our shows at TuscanShed.com. If you like the show, like, subscribe, rate, and review it any way that you can. It helps new listeners discover our show. Until next time, this is the crew of Geek Space Nine signing off. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>